Hi, love, and welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly Bluth, and I am a certified holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut literally and figuratively. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Listening to Your Gut podcast. So glad to be back for a solo episode today, and we're diving in to the polyphagal theory. So this is something that is uh, really been on my radar in the past couple of months, and I'm doing a lot of research on it um, for myself, but also for you. So um, I want to dive into that today because it's really the the focus of my healing right now in my own life. Um, and I know that so many of us can benefit from this because it's not talked about as much as I feel it should. And it really is um, something that plays a crucial role in the healing process. And um, a lot of times that's the, the last thing that we hear about. For me, it was the last thing that I heard about and, and felt I needed to focus on for my own health and healing. So I want to share with you what this is um, and most importantly, how we can start to do things differently in our lives, um, change some of our habits and behaviors so that we can start to incorporate things that are really going to help support our overall healing. So let's dive into that. So the polyvagal theory is this science of healing, and it was uh, really brought to light by Dr. Stephen Porges. So if you want to learn more about him and um, check out some books on uh, this theory, you definitely can. Um, I also have some links in the show notes that you can check out too, if you want to do some further research or some more deep diving. We will come back to this topic for sure. Um, if not once, maybe twice more, you know, maybe even more in the future, this is definitely just scratching the surface. I just want to introduce you to this and, and let you know that this should be on your radar. Um, but that's, that's kind of where we're going today is this just this blanket overview of what the polyvagal theory is, how it can be, how it is important to your healing journey and, um, some things that you can start to do to support, um, healing your nervous system. So uh, as we dive into this, I want to just really share with you that the, if you didn't know, the nervous system is really this uh, at the root of our healing process. Um, so, you know, for me, I healed myself from H. pylori, candida, and SIBO. And while that was great, right, and I am so blessed that I was able to, you know, have incredible physicians along the journey that supported me. And, you know, I also did my own research and helped support myself through that process of healing. It, it really, um, all of our healing has to be rooted in the nervous system, uh, re-regulating our nervous system, because we are not going to truly feel the best that we possibly can if our nervous system is not, is not in an optimal state, is not in a state uh, of safe safety and calmness. So we're headed into just a, a brief overview right now of the, the nervous system, because I want you to know the importance of the nervous system and um, really how it kind of breaks down into these different components. So um, 
the nervous system is divided into these two core parts. So it's the peripheral and the central nervous system. Underneath the peripheral nervous system is our autonomic nervous system. And that is where we then hear often, quite often, the discussion of the sympathetic and parasympathetic um, states of our nervous system. So um, when we then talk about the the autonomic nervous system, um, that is, of course, like I said, dealing directly with underneath it, the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. And so we talk about um, in the vagal theory, uh, vagal tone. And so vagal tone is the activity of the vagus nerve, which is that 10th cranial nerve. Um, and it plays this important role in the parasympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system, right? We want to be in a state of parasympathetic because that is our rest and digest state. Um, and so if we have a low vagal tone, that means we're going to be unable to return to a state of calmness, um, or it's going to take a lot longer for us to return to that state of calmness. And then on the flip side, a high vagal tone is going to be where someone is able to return to a calm, calmer state faster. Um, so when we think about that, uh, you know, what does that look like, right? If we break down um, these three states of being, right, we've got the rest and digest, we've got the fight or flight, and then we really have this shutdown phase. And so I want to dive into those three states. Okay, so if we're in this rest and digest, this is going to be our calm and social state, right? So this is going to be where we are able to thrive, where we're able to feel safe and uh, connect with others and feel like we can trust others um, and be able to form attachments, right? Connections with people, right? That's This is where we're thriving, right? This is also where we're able to digest and feel good while we digest, right? You can feel those things, but then also like you can feel like you're digesting well, but also on the flip side, then end up going into a fight or flight state, right? Um, so it, and you may also on the flip side of that, you may also be in a fight or flight state and not feel totally like the symptoms that I'm about to describe for flight or fight, but it's because your body has been in it for so long that you don't know the difference, right? You don't know the difference between rest and digest and fight or flight because you've just, you've never been out of it, right? You've never been out of that state. You're just, um, you're still in this mobile state, but your body is not functioning the way that it should. And so uh, with the flight or fight stage um, or state of being, this is where you could feel flush, you could start to perspire, your heart beats faster, you become stressed, you feel tension, there could be ang um, anger, anxiety, panic. Um, and this is where your blood shifts away from your digestive system and into the muscles and limbs. Um, because if you think about it, fight or flight, right? It's trying to mobilize you so that you can get out of, you know, your body doesn't know that you may not necessarily need to like flee and run away from something, but that's how it responds, right? And so it's going to flush all the blood to your limbs so that you can get figuratively or literally, if you need to get away from that that situation or from that feeling. Um, and it also is where cortisol is going to be released um, and it's going to, to 
be heightened, right? You're going to have an excess of cortisol. So that's also going to impact your digestion. It's going to keep you in that, that state of fight or flight for longer. Um, and so your, your digestion is going to shut down and it's going to potentially cause you to have feelings of fatigue, feelings of bloating, feelings of indigestion, and so many more, right? That so many of us feel. Then if we, if we, are constantly in this fight or flight feeling, we can end up going into this third state of being, which is the shutdown phase. And this is where you're immobilized, right? This is where fainting, potentially defecation can happen. Uh, You feel hopeless. You feel like life seems to be anywhere but where you are, right? Depression, numbness, disassociation. Uh, The world doesn't make sense. You feel like People are better off without you, right, sometimes um, because you're in that depressive state. Um, And this is where muscle tone and blood flow remain for you, but um, that's because it's keeping you conscious, right? But if you end up, you know, fainting, that's where you become to the unconscious state, right? Um, And so this a lot of times is where we've got this, uh, wedged down trauma in in our bodies, right? Where we have just shoved it down for so, so long and we haven't allowed our bodies to really bring it back up so that we can process through it and so that we can really heal from it because we can heal from trauma. It just takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of deep work, right? In our bodies to, to heal from that. And so this is where I'm going to kind of start to wrap us up because I didn't want this to be super long today. Like I said, it's just kind of a blanket overview of this. And we are definitely going to be doing some more work on this in my master classes um, in the upcoming months, as well as, um, you know, in these podcast episodes as well. So definitely um, know that this is not the end. This is just the beginning of of touching on this subject um, and and really introducing you to this this topic. So uh, what I want to leave you with is just some things that you can start to think about as you start to try and help your nervous system to uh, re-regulate itself. Um, So some things that you can start focusing on that are really going to start helping your body to be in a state that it can start to heal from would be making sure that you're really focusing on your sleep, right? Making sure that you are focusing on getting some sound sleep, getting at least seven to eight hours of of rest a night, making sure that you're moving your body, however that that works for you, right? Maybe it's walking and cool. That's awesome. Maybe it's weightlifting or strength training. Awesome. Maybe you love to run. Great. Um, I personally love to focus on doing what feels right in each phase of my cycle. So that's how I operate. Um, So if that's something that you're interested, DM me and I will absolutely help support you in, in making a plan and process for you to do that as well. It's not as hard as it, it, potentially could sound, uh, you know, breathing better. A lot of us are not breathing correctly. So learning about different breathing techniques is going to be really beneficial to helping your body become more comfortable in its own skin and being able to get to that state of rest and digest. So breathing, learning breathing techniques, um, connecting with nature and natural light. So getting out and enjoying the sun. As I record this, it is gray and and cloudy and gloomy, but 
getting out when the sun is out and enjoying that time, that sunshine, getting some natural vitamin D, um, you know, being in nature, maybe taking a walk in nature would be great. Um, and then making sure that you're really trying to detox your body of um, any um, situations, any environments that are not supportive to you, right? So any people, any environments in which people that are toxic are present, um, but also reducing and or potentially eliminating if it feels, if you feel called to, you know, the things that are, that you're consuming food wise too, that, you know, are not blessing your body that, you know, are making you feel less than well. So that's where we can start with this process. But again, this is just scratching the surface and, you know, I will be diving much more in depth into this uh, in incoming episodes. So just stay tuned for that. But as always, as I wrap up, I want to remind you that I am so incredibly grateful for you joining me here each and every week. If this is your first time listening, thank you for, for joining, for listening to this episode, because it's really something that um, is really going to be beneficial for you. And if you feel called to share this with a, a friend or with a loved one, I would love for you to do that because again, this episode and 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 pretty much all of my episodes, right, um, could be shared with someone else that you love. And I would love for you to do that because by sharing it with someone, they hear something that they may have needed to hear that uh, in that moment, right? So if you feel like someone could benefit from this, I would absolutely love for you to share that with them. And yeah, without further ado, I'm going to wrap this episode up, but thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon. All right, my friend, before I let you go, I just want to thank you so much for being a loyal listener and tuning in. And if this is your first time, then thank you so much for tuning in. And I want to just ask you, if you could, out of the kindness of your heart, go ahead and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me. In doing so, this is going to allow my podcast to be pushed out to more listeners like you who want to and need to hear this information. It is my absolute dream, my goal to impact so, so many more women in the future and you will make this dream a reality, this goal possible for me if you just take the next 30 seconds to go leave me a rating and review. I would be so incredibly grateful and your kind words, your support of the podcast would mean the absolute world to me and to all of the future listeners who get to read your your review. So I thank you so much in advance for supporting this podcast in this additional way. I appreciate you and I'm sending all my love to you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible and together we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you. I'm always here for you and I'll talk to you soon.